Hello there. Welcome to this episode of Force Ghost Conversations. This is your host, Anthony King, and this week, along with special guest Mrs. Force Ghost Conversations herself, Elise King, we're going to take a deep dive look into the season two episode of The Bad Batch titled The Tipping Point. Before we get started, I'm inviting you to join the conversation with us. We can be found on Twitter and Hive at Forest Ghost Pod. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok just by searching Forest Ghost Conversations. Also, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your listening side of choice. Plus, Forest Ghost Conversations is now live on Patreon. If you are a fan of the podcast and would like to consider pledging your support, there will be a link in the episode description for you to check out the various tiers offered. Finally, please be sure to check out our Tee Public store to buy some Force Ghost Conversations merchandise. And without further ado, it's time to gather around the campfire for some Force Ghost Conversations. All right, everybody, welcome back to another installment of Forest Ghost Conversations. And again, I'm so thrilled to bring you our next discussion all about the new episode from the Bad Batch, or should I say the latest episode from the Bad Batch at this point, because at the point of release today, the two episodes of the season finale for season two have dropped. So, of course, we're talking all about the tipping point, uh, I guess, in a way, the penultimate episode for uh, the Bad Batch season two. So on the other side of this short break here, we'll be covering all that with Mrs. Force Ghost Conversation, so you don't want to miss out on all that goodness. Before we get into that, though, I just wanted to share some housekeeping updates for you all. Of course, we will not be covering any news this week, or in this episode, I should say, for the Star Wars Lucasfilm Galaxy. We'll cover that in our Sunday episode, which will be releasing in just a few days, which will, of course, cover the latest episode from The Mandalorian. So, of course, no news in this episode today. However, I did want to mention that we are hosting CouchCon here at Forest Ghost Conversations. As you probably are aware, Star Wars Celebration is fast approaching uh, on April 7th through the 10th in London. And for those of us that are going to be at home, I wanted to do some fun things for everybody in order to keep the conversations going because, you know, with London being five hours ahead, then uh, at least the East Coast, you know, we just want to keep the, the fun going and to have some community and celebration at home as the convention will probably be over around, you know, lunchtime over here on the East Coast. So with all that, we have some goodies planned. So be sure to check out our Twitter page, Force Ghost Pod, for updates on all the news and happenings that are happening during the celebration course. You also want to be sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel because we'll be doing some uh, daily, basically, post-event live stream recaps so you can come there lend your voice talk about all the cool stuff that's happening at the uh at the celebration at convention what are the some of the cool stuff that you want to talk about you can come all there hang out with us we're going to be doing that just about each and every night um and of course we're going to be doing two watch alongs so let me just walk through the schedule with you all quick here just before uh you know we head to our next conversation um so on thursday april 6th we're going to be doing a instagram live ama so you can ask me anything uh at uh 
our local restaurant here called Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips. Just wanted to keep a little bit of the London theme going here. And what, what better way to support that than by having some fish and chips? And of course, it's one of my favorite restaurants in our local area, too, at Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips. Uh, it's a really great place if you're ever uh, in the chance to get some of those. I really, really highly recommend it. So we'll be doing a fun Instagram live from there, and that'll start at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at Forest Ghost Conversations to engage in those discussions. Then Friday, of course, April 7th, when the when the celebration event tip generally starts, or officially starts, I should say, we'll be doing some live treating of the celebration stream all throughout the convention uh day itself so whatever panels are going to be streaming live on the on the live stage and of course uh throughout the day we'll be covering all that stuff so just be sure to connect to our twitter page for that at 6 p.m eastern time we'll be doing a recap stream on youtube so again like i mentioned go check out our youtube page just search for forest Coast conversations and you'll be there and then at 8 p.m eastern time on friday we'll be doing a watch along of the mandalorian chapter one called uh titled the mandalorian so all you need to do to engage in that is to pull up your own disney plus account and uh hit play at eight o'clock like the rest of us and then you can live tweet and you know just enjoy uh, all the fun stuff that is going on you just gotta tweet um hashtag mando watch along in order to engage in the conversation with us and we'll be monitoring that that uh hashtag throughout the the i guess the hour of the episode what have you so be sure to engage in all that just to keep some of the camaraderie and the fandom going from from there. Saturday, April 8th, we'll be doing a live stre- tweeting of the celebration stream again at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. We'll do another recap stream on YouTube. 8 o'clock p.m. that evening, we'll be doing a watch along of Return of the Jedi. Um, so whatever method that you have Return of the Jedi, uh, put that on your television screen um, and then tweet along with, again, the hashtag ROTJ watch along. So that'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to celebrating the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi during that that event. And on Sunday, April 9th, we'll be doing a live tweeting of Celebration stream. And at 6 p.m. Eastern, we'll be doing a recap stream on YouTube. And then finally, on April 10th, Monday, we'll do a live tweeting of the Celebration stream. So that's all the fun stuff that we're doing in regards to Celebration overall. And what I'm appropriately dubbing CouchCon or Star Wars Celebration at home. We're just going to have a lot of fun with it. And uh, hope to create a lot of fun memories at home for those of us that can't be at Celebration proper. So that's all that I had for our preemptive segment here. On the other side of this short break, folks, we'll be back with our spoiler discussion for The Bad Batch, The Tipping Point. If you haven't seen the episode yet, now's your chance to do so. You've been warned. Um, So we'll be back on the other side of this break then. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome back to Forest Ghost Conversations. It is time for that special uh, time of the week where we're going to talk all about the Bad Batch. And boy, are we getting to the end of the season? I don't know, I feel like our conversations are just starting in regards to the Bad Batch. And who else to bring along for these great talks are none other than Mrs. Forest Ghost Conversations, Elise King. Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. Oh man, this, this is a good episode this week and I'm so thrilled to have you back on to bring your insights on it. And that's where I want to start is uh, this episode is called the tipping point. And uh, what do you, what do you make of that title? Who, who do you think reached their tipping point in this episode? All of them. (laughs) Did everyone reach their tipping point? I think so. I mean, it's the, 
I mean, if we look back at all the conversations we've had the last few last couple months, mm-hmm. this is the episode everyone was talking about. What's going to make them get involved? How are they going to cross with Crosshair again? You know, what? How are they going to get back in the game? How yeah. is Crosshair going to stay in his like mindset? Blah blah blah. I mean, there's like a all the what ifs are being answered. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Everyone kind of hit their their tipping point. Did you have like episode. one person in your mind? Who you I guess with? I guess Crosshair was the like, the clearest answer I could think of as being like definitely like if he's calling them, yeah. <laughs> letting them know about it using a, a comms channel, the only way that he could think of to get in contact with them in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm then he definitely has not only just from what we saw earlier in the season when he's like forget the empire i'm done with this now yeah before i get tossed aside i'm gonna do some tossing aside (laughs) yeah for i mean he definitely has like the clearest Mm -hmm. moment i think but yeah i mean the situation's at a tipping point Mm -hmm. echo coming back to ask them to get back to get the bad batch back in the game is a tipping point i mean there's a lot really good point on that one too exactly Hot Hauser back in the fold. Ooh. You know what I want to say? Man, man. What what, what do you want to say? Daddy Hauser. Daddy Hauser. Oh, man. Well, I mean, that's a great point that you bring up here where it's it's literally one of the... They somehow made a clone that looks like every other clone. It's like infinitely hotter than all the other clones. Yes, they did. It's a miracle. It really is. Haircut and swag. Or swagger, I should say. Put him in the lube. I want to see Tamara Morrison portray this guy in live action. I have 100% faith he can do it. I believe so, too. Elise, this is a reunion episode of sorts. Uh, we've already talked. Daddy Hothauser is back. Gregor is back with Rex. And Echo, too. Echo, I mean, golly gee. like we haven't seen him in a hot minute. How did that make you feel? Seeing all these returning heroes come back into the fray. It was fun to see Gregor. Yeah. He's such a wild card. Yeah, I like seeing Gregor. That's fun. And it gives me some nostalgia for um, Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. Because he's in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in the... Yep. Gregor and Wolf are one of the, the other ones with Rex. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, family. Uh, nice to see Echo, although he's just like so one-track minded. Like even when Omega <laughs> gave him a good, like gave him a big hug. He was like, it's not been that long. And we're like, Echo, give her something, man. It's not been that long, he says. And he also says, like, I see you've been keeping up on your training. Like, All right. Like, I made a friend, too. Like, show some warmth, dude. But, you know, whatever. Tech gave it to us. I'm not, I can't be so greedy this season. Yeah, yeah. Do you think a rogue clone uprising is in our future? Like a mini clone rebellion against the empire i hope not you hope not really no. you don't want to see that no because it's just gonna be sad i'd rather them like sneak away and join in the greater rebel like rebel fight that becomes like part of a larger more strategic vision because at least then they're dying at something that we know eventually wins but if it's just like a single rebellion of clones and they're all just gonna die and like there's no like like what was the point mm. it's just gonna be sad mm. you want to see it it sounds like i think although you do probably know what the outcome would be i like the story element of it being like it was their agency to choose so 
That's a positive way of looking yeah. at it. Like they chose to, if they're going to go out, they're going to choose fighting for their ideals. They'd rather go out with like, like their dignity. Policy, yeah. Like a sword in their hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. As, as soldiers, they want that. I know you hate it. The soldier. <laughs> I, I usually hate it. But yeah. in this regard, <laughs> with how tight the empire has on the clones necks and that they're already using them for scientific experiments and exterminating them at some, like, go out in a blaze of glory. Because mm-hmm. usually I don't like that with other soldier stories. Yeah, you're, like, you have other options you're for You're like, living. this is dumb. Don't be a boxer dying in the ring. Yeah, there's, n- <laughs> there's literally no point to that. This, there's, they have such tight hands around their necks. Also, if they can do the Andor thing of like showing how one rebellion might have failed, but it provokes yeah greater inspiration or like it pushes the rebellion forward. I would hope that in, the, in a clone yeah. rebellion, the storytellers show us that there is some, some purpose. Useful and yeah, purpose. like because it's just you know it's not going to end well. No, not gonna it's not going to end well. Exactly. (laughs) It'd be futile at this point. I mean, we know what happens historically. Yeah. But there were, you know, there's some positives that we noted that could come from it as opposed to just a slaughter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll focus on that. I'll focus on that. Well, we'll see what happens in the end of this next two episodes we got to close out the season. Plus, hopefully another season three, knock on wood. Who did I say I thought might die? This season, I said on the last couple you... episodes. Was it Echo? I think it was Echo. Yeah, I could definitely see him dying still. I was thinking about that this last episode. Honestly, I was thinking Tech could possibly. <gasps> no, I think I said that too. I think I think you said. I a couple, said that I but... <laughs> because I was like, you cover your bases. You <laughs> his romance is doomed. Mm-hmm. No Star Wars romances no end Star well Wars. with the. Okay, audience, sorry. I had to they remind always drop, myself. They, yeah, they always drop the ball when it comes to keeping those romances going. <laughs> no, they don't drop the ball. They, they blow it up. They, yeah, they blow up the ball. Yeah, they blow up the ball. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, but I, I can see Tech dying because that is the historical Star Wars story. Uh, I could also see Echo dying because he's like such... He is like the fervent yeah. believer. And I don't think there's a way... I don't think he sees a future for himself beyond the fight. No, I don't think so. He does Whereas either. like Hunter, Tech, <clears throat> Wrecker, they have seen another life and like come to terms that they could be okay with it. And they've been fine with it for the most part too, yeah. at least. I think that's a great segue into my question here, Elise, where Hunter literally asks Echo in the episode, he's like, when will it be enough? And for Echo or maybe for the larger uh, Bad Batch here, do you have any ideas as to like, that to that answer i mean is there when will anything be enough for echo other than completing the mission and it sounds to me and i think you probably would agree at this point that the other members of the batch are more amenable to other opportunities at this point i don't think there's anything enough like the battle with the empire is too big Mm -hmm. they could be in it forever and he's not with rex and rebels so yeah but it doesn't necessarily mean he's he's dead. It's a big galaxy, as you noted. It is. I mean, unless it's like he's they're crushed so hard. Like if he was part of a a rebellion that then is crushed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in, it's the interesting question of like Rex is like just living his life in rebels, right? Not interested in fighting. Yep. And he's so fervent now. 
So what stamps that spirit out? Is it a clone uprising? Is it one climactic battle and he's just like, I'm done? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's either like such a drastic loss, which I think is more a feasible option for Echo, or like he almost loses someone or loses parts of his family and mm -hmm. then decides like mm -hmm. the time he has left is spent with them. But I don't think that's Echo's path personally. Yeah. I, I also just think like he's, I don't think he sees himself as fully human in the sense of like, mm. he has serious trauma that Absolutely. has been dealt with Absolutely. him. And I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think he sees a different fight. That's true. I don't think he sees necessarily the humanity within him anymore. Yeah. Or even a future. So, I mean. He's like, what's my purpose other than just being a soldier and then dying? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what we heavy <clears throat> is like Rex is so into it right now and he's not when we see him later. Mm -hmm. So something mm -hmm. has to happen with that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a pin in that one and see what <laughs> how we come back to that one. <laughs> Hopefully we're not sitting around this microphone in tears uh, about that. But uh sorry. I can't say it won't be. Sorry guys, it could be. What a bummer. What a downer conversation. Could be, could be well, let's 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 change this up a bit. Did you have any flashbacks to real life in regards to the Tech Omega driving lessons? <laughs> uh yeah, but like tech was way cooler than my mom when I was learning to drive. So your mom wasn't like, this is my maneuver that I've created. No, he didn't like she didn't take deep breaths. <laughs> it was a lot of like I can't say the things that were said. Yeah, walk me through a little bit of what it was like to be driving with your mother for the first couple of times. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely put her through hell in my driving <laughs> lessons. So I can't say I blame her. But she also didn't keep her cool and she made me more nervous. You kept elevating each other. Yeah, it definitely ended with a lot of, turn into this parking lot right now. And then both of us like chest heaving like, just yelling just a lot of yelling there was no calm cool collected moments <laughs> there wasn't so if you would have done that maneuver that omega did there where she's skimming off the the water stuff it's, you know translate that to what a car yeah. would do your mom would be like get one, into that driving as soon as i would have done one thing that, <laughs> that ship would have been parked on the ground and we would have had a long discussion mm -hmm. or eventually my tone would have brought my father out to talk to oh, us. No. So yeah, our, it would, they would have been short lessons, would have been <laughs> sharp lessons and uh, would have never learned the maneuver. They wouldn't even let me know they created a maneuver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it seems like you have some long lasting memories of this experience. They are seared into my soul for all eternity. <laughs> Oh, do you wish that your experience was a bit more like Omega's? <laughs> so you could look more fondly upon them? I mean, I got the license eventually. Yeah. So that was the fun the part. Yeah, justified the means. Yeah, I think it's different also that like, I don't know, Tech's a new parent, you know? He's more of an uncle. There's a vibe. There's a difference in vibe there. Yeah, he wasn't going to like berate her. I don't know. I can't see you having screaming matches in a volvo station wagon for your practice oh no my mom and i can get heated or back then we used to get heated i can't picture it <laughs> 
it was more just me getting defensive than anything else. So I'd just mm-hmm. be like, what do you mean? I can't see. Like, Fair enough. And like, you know, just, just the perfectionist in me. Just Omega was, was confident. Yeah. She wasn't afraid to whip around those corners and do stuff. So. No. No, yeah, she... That's an earned confidence that only by... It was an unearned confidence. It's an unearned confidence? That's she hasn't like... earned it yet. She's earned confidence over the course of this season yeah, by but doing... For, for driving a spaceship. Well, absolutely not for driving a spaceship, but just in general, she had that confidence in her tank built up that she was pulling from. You're right. I do not have any confidence built in my tank. So. Me either. Now. <laughs> we got confidence now. We are building it. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely, guys. We're building this. <laughs> Into our manifesto of how we built confidence in our 20s. Absolutely. We started a podcast. Well, I started a podcast <laughs> and you jump on it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Anyways, fun to watch, though. Fun to see, again, fun to see like so many new sides of tech. Yeah. Fun tech. Yeah. Fun tech. Fun tech is back. Fun tech is back. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we don't lose them in the next couple of episodes. <laughs> oh, I would be devastated. Oh. I won't even, I'll just be in a silence. Yeah, we'll just a, sit here for a, a half presence. hour and just be like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. We'll just, we just can't even answer questions. We just can't discuss. No, okay, moving on. Well, in moving on, <laughs> I, I last want to like talk about the crosshair of it all in this episode. Uh, what did, and we what got did... sexy hemlock voice back. Your words, not mine. Uh... <laughs> okay, I can, I can admit he's a monster with a great voice. He's got a great voice. He's got... Uh... It was some ear candy with Hemlock and some eye candy with Daddy Hauser. What an episode. What an episode. Just stuff for everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bad Batch. Stuff for me. Stuff for, the whole family can get behind the Bad Batch. There's some for everybody. <laughs> uh, but what did you make of what happens to Crosshair in this episode? I don't know. I'm so proud of him. You were proud of him? Like, you know, why? Because I was like, oh, he's not trying to make an escape. He's like risking his life. Or just to give a warning out. Like, yeah. a little worried they can track that warning. Not great. Yeah, I don't know. We'll try But it. I was just so proud of him that he, like, I don't know. Like, his what he, like, learned or realized on that ice planet was, has stuck with him. And, like, he's remembered that even despite the bad blood between them, like, their family and he doesn't want them hurt. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just so proud to see him get back on a path that I always hoped he could come back to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know. This is one of those instances where you know as an audience member that he knows nothing about them. So, like, all the, the interrogation that they're doing and all that, it's really futile. It's the, But it's, like, what the Empire has done forever in Star yeah. Wars. I'm like, it is a ginormous galaxy. Literally, you could be like, oh, yeah, they're probably, like, taking missions for money which would be accurate but like you don't know where they are you don't know who their contacts are you don't know where they're going he would never pick the island they're on it's so remote and like peaceful that's not that might even not be called the planet that they're on right we don't know if pabu's on another planet that has a different name makes no freaking sense to i'm like (laughs) you guys are dumb absolutely do do you think if he did know would he have turned the Bad Batch in? No. You don't no. think so? I think the fact that he, like, risked getting out to warn them shows, like, he was never going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that? Like, why do you, like, do you think there was anything else? But, like, 
because f the empire i mean he just like he's, saw he's how just so much done. they don't yeah i think he's he's just like um let's burn all the bridges i guess that end of season one that scene where they're on the the remnants of camino waiting yeah. for the ship and they're like here's another chance like they keep giving chances whereas the empire was like you're done we're casting you out and that must have really stuck in his head aside from in addition to what he just went through on uh in the outpost yeah i mean i think he's just learned that like blind loyalty to an ideal that doesn't exist anymore is not worth like people like you said who constantly mm -hmm. extend the hand and do i and do idealize those values that you've always held mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. An important lesson of friends stick around longer than political regimes. <laughs> yeah, and also the callousness of the Empire is, like, unmatched. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, they're not afraid to cast you out. I also, there's probably some guilt there of, like, he, I could see in his brain being like, I deserve to suffer. So yeah, absolutely. Probably really complex stuff. Also, maybe, like, he doesn't feel like he deserves to be there. Mm-hmm. So I like what you said a lot there about like the empire just being so callous to just toss people aside. I'm like, just think like four episodes ago, we were talking about Admiral Rampart and now we don't even, we're not even thinking about him at all in this sphere of things. <laughs> it's, it's like you go, you're like, wow, these bad guys are so impressive. And then it's like the system in which they work are they like are even villains to those who work within it. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's just, they just do not care. And I think also when he took that blaster to his commander, Crosshair was ready to die. Yeah. He knew as soon as yeah. he shot him, he was dead. He was prepared. Yeah. He was ready for the consequences. Yeah. There was that, uh, in addition to Dr. Hemlock, there was like that other Dr. Orderly. It was kind of like a number two. Oh, the one that I thought might have been like another Omega, but but older before. You did speculate that. Yes. I, I don't believe it anymore, guys. I just went wild for a week. She seems more sympathetic than anybody else the crosshairs plight in this episode um or at least more than the others in the detention site uh do you think there's anything to that at this point i mean i think at the very least it just shows that even if like ambition wins out in the end not everyone is a sociopath <laughs> that can disassociate from the mm -hmm. evil that they mm -hmm. witness um i mean obviously she's still sitting there and like taking part in this project and stuff um and like but it's hard to argue against a guy who's like not willing to talk to protect his friends but yeah even like lackey i mean you would hope that lackeys that wouldn't sit well with them i hope they can be used mm -hmm. to his advantage in the future but because she still she still seems sympathetic to me even when he got captured again yeah yeah she wasn't like holding it against him like oh i gave you a chance and now yeah. we're tightening these restraints harder also, it's not like the methods they're using are effective. Like, they're needlessly violent. Yeah, we're going to keep probing you for information I don't have. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like in Andor where they use those, oh, that sound yeah. on yeah. Cassian's I forget her, her, her name off the top of my head. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, in the, in the last episode. Yeah, and it's just like, you're not getting any information from her anymore oh bix that's right yeah she's you're just doing it to to ruin her life mm -hmm. that's it it's just a punishment 
And as we've seen, the New Republic will continue doing that too a little bit with uh, Dr. Pershing and the Mando when he fried his brains out in the last episode that we saw. I mean, I don't know yet if they're like actually trying to fry his brains because it sounds like it's not actually harmful until his friend did If they it. really didn't want to do it, they would have taken off those, the ability to let it go up to that level, I would, I guess, in my head. So, Yeah, I don't know. We don't know what, I mean, that's a different conversation, yeah, but we don't true. know what, what links the Republic's willing to go to to protect itself. We'll have to find out. Very intriguing. Very intriguing, mm-hmm. Elise. Well, this is my last question here for us today. Um, and when this episode is released, there will be two new episodes, the season finale, if you will, for season two of The Bad Batch. What do you think happens next? I think it still ends on a cliffhanger. Ooh, give me some deets. What do you think happens? Speculate irresponsibly. <laughs> you are changing the game. Yeah, let's have some fun. Audience, like a year and a half ago, he was like, I will never speculate irresponsibly. <laughs> um... I think they go rescue Crosshair. I think, I think so they too. do some reconnaissance to try and tell if it's a trap. And then I think the second episode is them going in to save him. And then we don't know. I, I think it ends with like, there's a cost or we don't know. I, I, I can't imagine. You it. think it cuts to black and yeah. we're like, and then we have to wait a year or a year and a half yeah, or someone's like omega gets caught i don't know wouldn't that be the worst especially like you hate when they end on cliffhangers like that and then you have to wait a year and a half I'm coming from prepared. the person that's like i'm mentally prepared i know this book's not coming out for another two years and then it hits you and it's devastating how can i wait two years you're ready to throw your kindle across the bed <laughs> I'll say for that that some of those <laughs> people who, who would understand understand. <laughs> Authors do dirty. Yeah. All right, and uh, it's 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 fade to blacks that you could never ever even imagine are possible. So that's a different game. There's only so many things that could happen. I'm just preparing myself, and if they they rescue crosshair and then all of a sudden it's them jo- and then the next season is them joining the rebellion and like it's actually like a rounded out episode i will be pleasantly surprised i am thinking there is a cost they haven't paid a cost this whole season mm-hmm. there's been no cost mm-hmm. except for crosshair panic bad batch has paid nothing i think the stakes are about to come the loan's about to come due our hearts are about to be the, ripped The bill's out. coming due. The bill is coming due, yeah. I'm preparing. I'm preparing. You're preparing. What do you think? Uh, I got... Let's, let's let's go nuts with this one. Oh, All right. gosh. Okay. I think Crosshair... I think they go get Crosshair. All right. But I Does think... Does Crosshair sacrifice himself? So they no, no, no. Right. That's not even it. Okay. Okay. I think they go get Crosshair, but the crew that goes and gets him is Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, Echo... Rex, like it's just them. They leave Omega behind at Papu. Really? Yeah, I think they leave Omega behind. Okay. And they go get Crosshair and all that, but it's actually a diversion because all they really want is Omega. And they somehow find out that you you uh, speculated there the encryption that they wanted yeah. because they've been teasing the episode in the last couple of episodes. They're like, "Well, what do you do if the Empire comes?" Like, "We'll handle it." You're not handling it, boss. 
you got nothing here. Then they swoop in and, and they the bad matches together yeah. and they realize that actually, mm-hmm. and then the medical facility actually moves to a new place because they know they're yes. compromised and then they, they don't even know where she is anymore. Yeah, it's been a whole third season trying to find Omega. And the then wild. it's weaving in Omega learning what they're doing for cloning. Mm-hmm. And then also the Bad Batch having to weave themselves into the resistance and their underbelly contacts and we figure out more and more of how clones are being picked up and what's going yep, on with them. Yep. And in addition to the loss, that's that not irresponsible. That sounds very. You're saying a loss. I think Fee dies protecting, so then Tech has to deal with that emotional loss. Oh God. <laughs> to be fair, I hope it would be Fee who would die if I had to pick between. Yeah, the two. she's protecting her this home that she likes, Pabu and, and Omega. They, they had such a connection over the course of yeah. this season. I think it lines up for for potential. Now it could all be wrong, and I'd be fine with what we'll get tomorrow. But let's just say whew, devastation it works, and heartbreak. It, it hits all the the plot are details. Are the beats yeah. that are coming? We've said it for sixteen episodes or fourteen episodes. Yeah, we're ready for it. We're ready to get our hearts broken down. All right, bring it on. Bring, bring it on. on. Bring it on, everybody. Maybe some Grogu will soothe the soul afterwards. Yeah, because we're definitely watching Bad Batch first on our yeah. <laughs> on our order here. Yeah. Well, Elise, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about in this episode here before we uh, close up shop? I'm sure the whole internet has said this, but it was just so cute with Wrecker playing tag. I loved it. It's nice. I just want a hug from him. You know it would be a good hug. It would be. It would be hearty yet cozy. It would be all-encompassing. Yeah. And warm. It would be an everything bagel. I love everything. You hate everything bagel. I don't like just anything that's not a bagel with butter on it, to be honest. <laughs> I love an everything bagel, so that's a perfect analogy for me. You're welcome. I thought you would like it. Thank you. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to say. That's all that we had for this week's episode. We thank you so much at home for joining us on this adventure for the Bad Batch as we head into the season finale tomorrow. Well, at the time we're recording this, it'll come out tomorrow. So uh, uh, as you're listening to this episode, I hope you head home and and listen and watch those next two episodes on, uh, on Disney Plus as we'll be back on next Wednesday to discuss all that happened in it and to break it down and just geek out about all the cool stuff that is coming up in uh, the Bad Batch world. And hopefully we get a, you know, announcement for a season three and all that stuff coming up at Celebration. But on uh, Celebration. Yeah, we're, we're, we're ready for it. We're ready for it. Um, so yeah, with all that, folks, we'll be back soon in your podcast feeds. This Sunday we'll be talking about the, the Mandalorian and all that. So get ready for that. Plus Celebration is the following week. So we got a whole lot of stuff coming up there. Um, I chips with us. Yeah, come eat. Fish and chips. Come, eat, come, come hang out with us. We're going to be doing an Instagram live on uh, uh, Thursday at from Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips here in Washington, D.C. Uh, and just, you know, join us on Instagram. We'll just chat, geek out about Star Wars. You know, feel free to ask any question you want. And we'll be there to chat around and have a good time with that. Plus, we'll have other things on our schedule, too, for CouchCon over the next course of the next couple of days on, on that celebration weekend. So be sure to uh, check out our Twitter page and our Facebook page for all the details on that stuff because you don't want to miss out on all the fun. And with that, folks, we will be back again very soon. Again, thanks again for listening, and may the force be with you.